worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, Jimmy. Morning. Another grantless day. Yeah, like he's gone till like Thursday of next week. I think so, yeah. yeah. Smoky today. Yeah. It's. When it's this smoky, it affects my throat. Like my f- throat gets really dry. Yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it in my eyes more than my throat this morning. Like I got up and I I had to put eye drops in. Like I don't normally do that unless I have a heavier heavier than normal drinking evening, <laughs> <laughs> which is at least two days a week. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I'm feeling it this morning. I don't know. Maybe um maybe the the forecast we have is sort of there's a heat warning, right? So it's probably yeah. holding the smoke in a little more than it would normally do. So anyway. We got the the Rad Torque Rocky Mountain National tickets that we'll do at the end of the show. We've been doing that all this week as a parting gift. We'll just do a text contest and hook you up for that. It's a nice little ticket. That's happening next weekend. Yes. Cruise News. Presumed human remains uh, recovered with the uh, Titan submersible debris. So they've already been down there. Yeah, so it was it was found like so it was recovered by a Canadian ship. It was the Horizon Arctic ship, and they had one of those unmanned uh, submersibles that is starting to recover well, stuff think, from down there. I think that was how they discovered that because when they were searching for it, yeah, when they went missing, the the five went missing. Um, they had a Canadian vessel that went down and. And uh, and yeah, so it's a remote. I remember the name of it. It was in the news quite a bit. This has been a pretty, like, pretty strong contingent of Canadian technology. That's part of this whole thing. Because again, where the Titanic sank is near Newfoundland. Yeah. So yeah. So there's a huge amount of of that. And I think this will stop the tourism part of it. Obviously. Um, at least for a long time anyway. I, I can't believe just what they were reporting on with this this vessel that was down there that imploded. Just, uh, there's no way you would ever convince me that it would be a good idea to get in that thing. I would have a hard time getting in that submersible that's at West Edmonton Mall. Yeah, it's not. Just awful. Awful, this story. Who was in it? Because okay. I know they were talking about billionaires. Yeah, it, there was you had to pay. I'm not exactly sure which ones were the billionaires, but I can. I'll see if I can try and pronounce some of these names. So you have the five Ham- names. Yeah, I have Hamish Harding, uh, Shazda Dawood, Solomon Dawood. So they must be related. So that yeah, and then uh, Paul Henry 
Nagarillette and Stockton Rush. Okay. And was one of them might have been like an operator or something? Uh, like somebody yeah, from the company? Yeah, probably someone from the, uh, the company that... And then there was maybe four, four or uh, maybe two crew and then three three people that were uh, like paid yeah. for it. Because it was like, like $250,000 a pop to go down there, right? That would be a horrible way to go. Even James Cameron... Um, there's interviews with him saying that people shouldn't be going down there because when he when he was doing because I read that or watched that same thing when he was filming Titanic he had to, he went down there with some of these subs and said it's that. scary awful awful story you're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM man dies after trying all 21 cocktails on the menu during a family vacation in Jamaica I think Grant has done this but I've done it too but not all at once no I don't no, think no. they had 22 no 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 I think they had like eight or ten on the sandals menu, we yeah. used to go down to sandals. We we went like five years straight in a row, and then COVID hit, and then we haven't returned. Um, but they had a poolside menu with. I'm trying to remember some of the drinks, like different types of margaritas. There was, but they had weird names to them, and they were yeah. all like the like the fruity sweet like drinks, something monkey. They're like yeah, there crazy was, cocoa like, monkey or something like. Yeah, that. there was like a monkey's lunch or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, there was also one that was had the colors of the Jamaican flag. They, they, a, yeah. a lot of them were they were all blender drinks. And they were like featured drinks that they could make at at this at the swim up bars. Yeah, and like, so Grant and a couple of other people from some I of the other did, radio but stations. It's just, you could only do so many in a row because they're so sweet. Yeah, and they're like they're massive drinks. So we would finish up our show, right? And it's two hours ahead, so it'd be like nine o'clock here, and it'd be like eleven o'clock there. You go back to the room. Have a quick shower and then head to the pool and boom, you sit there. You go have lunch first. Yeah. Have a drink with lunch and then go sit at the pool and yeah. drink all afternoon. Grant has done this, but it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't 21 cocktails. This was totally a dare, too. This, oh, 100% it was yeah. a dare. I saw a picture of the guy. He looks like a guy that, I bet you can't drink all 21 drinks. What? Totally. I've, I've done stupid dares like that where I bet you you can't keep up to me drinking. <laughs> oh, yes, I can. And <laughs> Dumbest I'm, dare you've ever been a part of or witnessed. 780-989-0957. I need to think about this. Because uh, I've done, I have too, I've done I a have lot. Too, I have too many to mention. There's been a lot of stupid things that I've done out of dares. I've done things when we were younger. Okay, I I have one that I witnessed that might be the dumbest. I think this is the dumbest. Okay, we'll get to one from you and one from me next. We just heard from Crazy Claire. Um, If you're wondering what the smoke is, it's not from the forest fires. It's being pumped into our atmosphere by our military who are trying to kill us. And it's, um, it's a chemical called Nexrad. Just thought I'd let everybody know that don't you put that on your breakfast i put a little in my coffee it's quite tasty actually the locker room topic of the day 
Dumbest dare you've seen? 780-989-0957 or been a part of. Okay, before we get to the text, Jimmy and I both have one, two. I've done some stupid stuff, but this one I remember is dumber than anything that I've ever seen before. And it actually resulted in a trip to the hospital. So I was going to a house party when we were kids and we were walking up to this this party and there was a whole bunch of people standing outside looking up and I was trying to figure out what they were doing and we got a little bit closer and they were jumping from the roof onto a tree and it was like an evergreen kind of tree right and they were um drunk out of their minds and the one guy went first and he actually did okay he hung on and he grabbed on to some branches and everything and he was clinging to the tree and and he was attempting to try to slide his way back down and he was doing okay um but then the second guy didn't give him enough time to clear the path and he jumped and kind of hit where he was too and then the two of them (laughs) fell well it was a two-story building and they hit the ground together and of course then the police i think there was some broken ribs and stuff like that but i but i saw some crazy stuff when i was a kid we were morons like there's always in high school when you go to high school there's always like there's one class that's just dumb as hell, and then the next year is a little bit smarter, and then the following year is the dumb year. I was on a dumb year. Like, we were morons. Okay, I have a number. I think the worst is, that I'm because st- I'm still dealing with, with the repercussions from it. I think I was in about grade, I want to say grade 9, and this girl knew that I was in Taekwondo, and she goes... Kick that brick wall. So I did a jump spinning back kick to the brick wall. And my left knee. your knee. Yeah, my left knee just went. And just like I popped it right out of its socket the whole nine yards. Oh, I didn't know you dislocated your knee when you did that. Oh, yeah. I, but. uh, Jimmy could get. This is a six o'clock race, so my mom's not listening. I actually told her, I actually told my mom that I stepped weird on the stairs when I did the, that. I didn't actually tell her I was that stupid you were enough to d- kick a brick wall. And that you were trying to show off for a girl? Yeah. The locker room topic of the day. Dumb as dare you've been a part of or witness. 780-989-0957. Dustin, he personally did shot for shot out of a 26er at a party. And it wasn't a very good thing. He doesn't remember much after that. He woke up naked with Sharpie all over his body. And uh, it was still a good time. And there was a lot of new friends that were there that he had never met before that, that he's still friends with. Still friends with. I did that with a bottle of Sambuca. And then I, it was in the winter time. And I went to catch it. I went to catch an Uber, and I ended up uh, face first in the snowdrift. Someone had to lift me out of the snowdrift, and then that's when I lost my cell phone in the Uber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sambuca, can you? I can't touch it anymore. Someone tried to give me a shot uh, the other day, and 
I I can't couldn't I couldn't I couldn't swallow. I've it. always said Tro. I, I didn't have a bad run with Sambuca, but I can't. There, there's another one, Uzo. I don't. That but one I don't I, get either. I like black licorice at because and it tastes like it. But after doing like three quarters of a bottle oh. shot for shot, oh. I can't even look at it. The locker room topic of the day. Uh, dare you've been a part of or witnessed dumb dare seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Some guy died in Jamaica after trying to drink all twenty one of the drinks on the menu. Yeah. So and and again, I know what they do down there. They have like all the sugar. It, it, the booze obviously is one thing, but it was probably the sugar that added to the to the. Yeah, like there's a lot of sugar, and they're also ah. they're also frozen drinks too. Yeah. So. Anyway, um, we got a couple of texts. Rob sent in a picture of a guy dragging his buddies in a shopping cart behind a motorcycle. And that reminded me of what we used to do when we were kids. There was a sand pit not far from my house when I lived in Yak. And somebody had welded a metal chair to the roof of the ca- of a car down there. Of course. And everybody, every once in a while... Like, there. <sighs> We weren't the smartest group, but there was quite a few guys in the neighborhood that could tinker enough with a car to get it going, and they'd bring a jerry can of gas down, and we'd get this old car going, and then we would just, like, dune buggy it through the, through the, through the sand pit. And one of the sports was to get up onto the roof of the car and sit in the chair and hang on, and then guys would try to knock you off off the roof, which it worked pretty much every time. But, you know, it was kind of like a small-town rodeo thing without the bulls. Do you remember the movie A Teen Wolf with Michael J. Fox? Yes. When they were driving through town, and he was dancing on top of the van while they were driving through town. We've got a couple of stories about guys drunk on on hoods of cars and things like that. Yes. Never ends well. And now... Nerd News with James P. White, the first. This is sad, but I get it. The Flash, the new Flash movie. This is Flash for a totally different theme. So he uh, flopped in the box office. It did horrible. And part of it is it took so long to do. And during all the time that it took for them to release it, that Ezra uh, Miller, that was the main character in it. Okay. Went nuts. Like, he's been charged with assault. He's been charged with breaking into a friend's house and threatening them. He's, he's, he uh, ru- ruined the, I guess, the press. I don't know how to say it. Like, gave it a bad taste in your mouth. Why would you go see a crazy person? Like, it had such okay. a great, great potential. It's, ba- it's supposed to be based on a, based on the Flashpoint paradox. <laughs> No, no, and it and it had uh, you know Batman. It had uh, Ben Affleck. It had uh, uh, what's his name? Isn't this again? And I I don't know this because I don't follow this outside of our updates here on the radio. Um, but didn't we talk about this movie being one of the greatest superhero movies of all times? It's it was. It was touted as that. It and, was going to be. And Grant because, and I kept saying the guy that's playing the, the, hold on. The guy that's playing is an idiot. 
And but it had, he's a gong show. Why do they keep bringing him back? But it you had, said because he was been, so good on screen. But they've also been working on it for uh, 12 and a half, not quite, but a very long time. But it had Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck. It had a new Supergirl. It has so many, so much great potential. Yeah. But they need a different Flash. Like... So for me, when I hear about stories like this, when I hear about superhero movies like flopping, I'm always a little bit excited about the possibility that this might be the beginning of the end of these of the domination of nerd movies. Listen, I'm not saying that I think it needs to go away 100%, but it needs to slow down. I know people that don't go to the theaters, and I'm kind of one of them because if you look at the listings, it's all a bunch of stuff that I have no idea what it is, and it's all comic book and superhero related, and it's happening that way because it makes so much money, right? But I would just, I'd like to get back to a point where there's options outside of things like Flash. Right, like I want to, I want to go to a theater, and and the six of the ten movie screens aren't showing the same superhero movie. But the thing is, is you not knowing what a movie is in the theater, especially a, no, when it comes on, to like this, means it's, a, it's a popular movie. No, I'm not alone on this. I will go to stuff that's popular. I went to the Top Gun movie, the new one. Like I'm, I go to the but, theaters, but see. These I movies are these usually movies. very popular because I'm they don't of make nerds. Because nerds are taking over the world. We, it's, they it's, spend more money. Like there's, I used to be the guy that would go watch a movie in the theater five times because it was a great movie. I've done that for all the Star Wars movies. I've done that for a number you don't of do nerd that movies. For this, this the superhero movies though. <laughs> no. Okay. But I, well, but what happens but, with the what's the? But the reason name? the reason for this now is I'm a little older, and <laughs> and you're growing up. Okay, and no, no, I no, don't, but no. it's just I don't like crowds, and these are crazy busy. And there's okay. all right. What happens with the Flash character here? They need they need to recast him. They need somebody they need, different. Okay, they need to get rid of this Ezra guy. Okay, because he's an idiot. Yes. You're in the locker room on Nutty 5.7 Cruise FM. Looks like Costco is going to start cracking down on memberships. Because there's non-member say- use yeah, of because cards. they're saying because they have the uh, self-service tills that people are using memberships that aren't theirs to get through. So oh, gonna, okay. I so there are pictures on it. Yeah. So then, what they're going to end up do? Because but they're doing it through the self serve. So and then what they're what it looks like they're doing is you have to take your ID and then you're going to scan your ID with the self serve card with your membership card to make sure they're the same person. I see. Okay. That's because we used to give like. I have a membership with my wife. Yeah. So ours is like a family thing, I guess. Yeah. So she's got a card with her picture on it. I have a card with my picture on it. But it's only one membership as far as I remember. And we used to give, like if the girls were going shopping, 
once they got their driver's licenses and stuff like that, and they would get, they'd be going on a beach thing or something, and so they'd go to Costco and s- supply up. So I'd just give my card to my daughter, and there was never any issues, right? Yeah. Once in a blue moon, I bought, I've taken you through. Yeah, but but I go just, shopping but, with you, but but then you put it through, and I give you money. Yeah. Yeah, well, so I never that's sent not, you in uh, with my so card. Hopefully, that's not going to affect that because you're Costco not going to pay for a membership. Because I can't drive. I'd use a membership once every two years when I need more toilet paper. Yeah, because yeah. the toilet paper I get from Costco lasts, lasts me at least a year. Yeah, it's just me using it. Yeah, you don't come to my house to destroy my toilet anymore that often. Anyway, something to keep in mind. So I I don't know. If Jimmy's right, if they're going to be making you, it, that seems it, like a lot of work. Because it just says it just says here you're going to have to show your your ID. You know what they'll probably end up doing is just to keep it simple. They'll probably when you walk through with your membership at the front door, they'll probably just start doing a better job. Oh my bad, I was uh, sorry, I was wrong. Because I just reread this. The membership, if the membership card doesn't have a photo on it, you're going to have to show your ID. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not going to check everybody's driver's license and their Costco membership. So I think most of the memberships have IDs on them or have have your picture picture on them. So they'll probably just, as you're going through, Jimmy, they'll probably just start to make a more of an effort at the front to check to make sure the picture line. That's my guess. Anyway. Yep. Cruise News. In the news, five manager positions are being eliminated by the city of Edmonton as part of an effort of getting $60 million in savings. So this is a common conversation in, um, in Edmonton here about the, lev- the levels of management yeah, so, and so they're trying to eliminate stuff that they don't think is uh, necessary right now. So they are getting people... rid of two deputy city managers, two branch managers, and uh, there's a fifth position that they've already got rid of someone. So I've actually had uh, numerous conversations with people that are connected to the city of Empl- Edmonton from an employee perspective. Okay. And... Um, to a man, every single one of them has said that there's way too many managers. And this has been an ongoing, this has been a problem for years. Like, there's too many levels of management. And yeah, there's a manager for your manager. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is, and you know what? I will say this because if given an opportunity to crap on the city of Edmonton, we will do it, me specifically on the show, um, we'll go out of my way to point out their deficiencies. So the fact that they're actually stepping up from a municipality perspective here and, and making some changes to this. But the thing is, is though, is, is it's six that's mi- not only $60 million. Yeah, so they're trying to eliminate stuff like that. But something like that isn't only happening in the city of Edmonton. It's happened in our industry where they've, you know, at, at one point they got rid of all general managers and now they're getting rid of a, no, uh, this is different. This but you it's, can't but compare. It's just, no, 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 no. This that does not. It's not even in the same conversation. In our industry, they're limiting jobs and people. We we need the consolidation is all about shareholders. This is 
they have too much money and and they they live in a different world. The, the, the business world has gone through consolidation for years. We've been going through it for years. Radio is not the only company no, that's I done was, this. I was just, but government has never example. done this. Like it's like it's it's the same thing. It's comparable in our industry to terrestrial radio and then the CBC. The CBC, everyone there's managers for managers and there's there's 15 people for every job, right? And they all make a ridiculous amount of money and they're all just they're they're paid crazy because it's tax. They don't have to worry about it. Okay, in our industry, we're lean. Like we're, yeah. we're every year they hatchet more jobs That's to, what to appease was... the shareholders. But I'm t- I, what I'm saying is, they shouldn't be doing that anymore with 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 radio. No, is but these they're they're getting a dose of reality. Th- yeah, this this in this side of the business, the city of Edmonton is going through what. All other businesses have been going through four years, and they're doing it because people in Edmonton are starting to ask questions. Why do my taxes keep going up by four or five percent every year? Right? Where is all this money? This guy that's in charge of saving sixty million dollars—I forget his name—but Amer uh, Sohi put him in charge of of trying to find. Yeah. He's he's lifting up mattresses and finding millions and millions of dollars in wasteful spending every couple of months. This is just a step in that whole process. Anyway, I was trying to be positive, and then you take me down the... You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I had a feeling that that story was going to be misconstrued. Okay, so let me just reiterate quickly. Five management positions were eliminated at the city of Edmonton as part of an overall effort to save $60 million dollars. Five managers did not make a combined total of $60 million in wages. No, this is just one step for them to do it. Yeah, it's part of the ongoing process that Mayor Sori is in the middle of to try to save that amount of money. All right, because we got 15 texts saying, are you telling, and I knew... Jimmy and I delivering the news, it would be a mess. But, but the thing is, though, is I did also... I don't think we should keep speaking. I think we should just stop. Okay. And we should probably just move on. Five managers were eliminated. Five positions from City of Edmonton. Those five people did not make a combined $60 million no. in salary. It's just part of an overall attempt to try to save that amount of money. And watch, our taxes will still go up next year. We're not doing that story again. Let's move Never. on. Yeah, okay. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So Jimmy's hacker story is actually making the news. All right. This is local coverage. I think CTV from yesterday. The Edmonton woman says she narrowly avoided losing money in a scam that's becoming very common on Facebook. She is sharing her story, hoping to prevent others from falling for it. Super scary. It's super violating. It all started with a direct message from a friend on Facebook saying they were locked out of their account. Most people I would not have responded to it, but with this one, I definitely it got my attention. Um, needed a favor 
on Facebook. She was asked to get a verification code from Facebook so they could get back into their account. She did the next day. The account she's had for 17 years was locked. So that's exactly what happened to me. Uh, yeah, it's... It's like the to scam. the letter, exactly. It's the scam that, that everyone's using and right then now. Then I started questioning the person, uh, the the hacker, when they're like, hey, can you now can you send me money? So uh, can I just say something quickly about this particular story and this woman? She almost gave... So she went through the whole verification thing that you went through, yeah. which gave the hackers access to your Facebook account. That's so, exactly what she did. So they take control. But then she kept communicating with them, and they tried to get money out of her. That's exactly what they did to me. And then and I started she, questioning. She almost got a 1000 bucks taken out of her account because of it. Um, Mine was uh, 200 They, they wanted after. They wanted 200 bucks from you? Okay. Now, um, then I started questioning. Then I directly contacted the person that I thought I was helping out, and he goes, "No, I was hacked." So the thing about this particular scam is that um, it's multi-layered, right? Yeah. And it's not just the one initial contact. It, no. it seems to be an ongoing thing where where they keep coming after you now yeah, because they're in phase two right now. Actually, I'd call this one phase three because first they went after my Facebook friends and I was looking at the people that contacted me. It was all the people that I had messaged through messenger. That's why you were on there. Cause I do messenger with you. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, they did my uh, movie group people. They did a bunch of these. Then they switched to my Instagram now they're back to my Facebook. But just now they're just any randomly random, going any through. Any random friend or anything on my on my Facebook. I got a phone call from a cousin yesterday. I got an email from someone who follows me on Facebook from work. Two people never from met. work contacted me about you that we work with. One this of was them was someone, our general sales manager, who was who knew right away that it was a scam, but was calling me about it. Uh, just you know. As a curious thing, yeah. like, hey, they contacted me as well, blah, blah, blah. I heard but you guys talking you're about not, You're not telling people the things that you've told no. me that you're saying. No, my new strategy is yes. just he's to say, He's really hey, hard up for money. Give it to him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's going through a bit of a rough patch. Send him some money. He, I'm not doing that. Here's the thing about this scam. Um, and the reason why they're so active on this because they have been aggressive on Jimmy's account. They've we been super between, aggressive. Yeah. Between Grant, myself, and Jimmy, we have heard from, you had 2,000, how many friends did you have on Instagram? How many on, followers? Whatever on they call Facebook, it. I know I had like 1,900. So, and Instagram, then on, I had a couple hundred. few hundred, yeah. So let's say you had 2,500 unique followers or people that followed you on those two accounts 2500 but these people are going after like the same person on both i've heard from hey now you're coming well, at they're me not, from instagram they're not they're not checking the no. list right the thing about it is we've heard from combined i'd say over 100 people so they they're doing this because they're having success. Okay, so could, I got I got an update on a friend of mine that emailed me like called me right after he sent money 
And I said, call your bank. He was able to get it canceled at the bank. Okay, that's the next step I wanted to go. So if you do find yourself in a situation where you're sending money to these these a-holes, you can, there are ways to get it back. Unfortunately, the worst part of this story is nobody seems to have any solutions on how to get these accounts taken down facebook and instagram completely ignore the reporting thing it seems to be useless because because you sent i reported it right away grant reported it right away i know you've told a ton of people to do it and of course you sent me an email of oh you can regain your account with this these people are smart as hell because as soon as they got access, they changed my recovery email yeah. and phone number. So if I go in there to try and cancel my the thing account I don't understand or change is, my password. But here's the problem I have with it. Okay, fine. They figured out a way to actually uh, take over your account. Okay, so now they control it. How many people have to report it to get Facebook to take it down? Um, I talked to someone. Someone sent an email to the show last week and said he had someone hack their account two years ago. And he's had it, tons of people report it, say it's it's been hacked. It's still an active account. What? Like that's, Two years later. That's mind-boggling to me. Like, I don't understand why there isn't a process to get... They must know about these hacks right they must there's no way they don't so why aren't they shutting these accounts down it makes no sense to me i mean i listen it, i i don't know it, that, that's the thing that bothers me the most about it yeah because i got an email from someone that said they're two years later the account is still active you're in the locker room with lachlan cross grant johnson and james white 95.7 cruise fm Calling James Liddell, Cryer Media, Cryer.co. Hello. You know, Matthews is rumored to be leaving Toronto. Are you seriously doing this again? I Listen, it's not me. This is, it is it's your, all over the internet. Do it. It's you. No, it's not all over the internet. What's <laughs> all over? Jesus Austin's Christ. on his way to Arizona. <laughs> yeah, no way that's happening. I'm, ta- uh, two- I'm just no, okay, phoning to tell you out. that it's get it out. It's going to happen. Get it out. It's Dean, gonna happen. he's not going to resign. Dean, get yeah. used to this. This is going to last until the season starts. Dude, You're going to get a call from this years. guy every day. I know. I know. It's been going on. He for never years. lets go. No, I know. I know. He's like a bad smell. Uh, I get it. It's it doesn't it doesn't change. But uh, I'm just here to to. He prepare he you, prepare you, and and Leaf Leafs Nation. <laughs> you know what? After the off season and the incredible playoff run they had, yeah. that's the only thing that can't happen here. So not only can I guarantee you it won't happen, I bet you he takes less money to stay. You know what? I'm hoping in the second round of yeah, the draft. Yeah, he goes to Arizona. We've been over this. No, 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 no. I'm hoping in the second round of the draft, your new GM picks somebody that no one's ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> There's a high likelihood. <laughs> didn't in the 28th spot, didn't he pick somebody that was projected to go 178th in the draft? <laughs> yeah, but you got to remember, Brad True Living came from Calgary, and Calgary had a terrible draft history. So yeah. it's like just more of the same. Like, what did we expect? The guy was also I, five foot eight. I watched, 
I know, I know. And then I, I don't know if you watched the draft. You watched Pittsburgh pick this kid uh, yesterday and then trade for Riley Smith from Vegas, who's a top six four. I'm yeah. like, oh, do we miss Kyle Dubas yet, yet everybody? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, just remember, I'm here to brighten up your day. Yeah, that's absolutely 100% not true. Thanks, Dean. Talk to you soon. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. A couple of weeks ago, Pat Sajak announced his retirement from Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune! So his replacement was announced yesterday. Any guesses? I know. I sent it to you. Ryan Seacrest. What doesn't that guy do? I know, like he's he's got like nine jobs or something. He's got to be at a point where he's giving up something, right? Like, like he's got more jobs than me, and I didn't know that was possible. So, I guess Wheel of Fortune probably does like they tape in succession, right? Like they'll do, you know, how many shows, right? Am I wrong? Like they'll they'll take a month. And they'll do, you know, 10 shows or something like that, or 12 shows. And then they play those through the year. Isn't that how they do that? That Or am I wrong? I, I actually have no clue on that. So maybe that's how that works, right? Then he can just take a month off from his radio show and all his other gigs and, and do that. Because he does a daytime talk show too, doesn't he? He was doing that one with uh, Kelly Ripa, Ripa, yeah. But she, he, she's not doing it with him anymore. I think okay. she's it's her and her husband. I I just know that from a friend. I don't watch the show. <laughs> yeah. Do you watch Wheel of Fortune? Because occasionally, I'll be honest. I found Pat Sajak entertaining. So if if I was just flipping around and that show came on, I would sit and I would leave it on and, and watch it for a couple of minutes. But I don't know if I would watch it. And I don't hate Ryan Seacrest. I just, I can't wrap my head around because him doing that I show right now. either, even when he was doing the thing with Kelly Ripa, I watched one episode and I still see him as the American Idol guy. Like, like I, I don't, don't hate him in that role. No, though. you know what? He's kind of grown into it. Not that I watch. It's, it's kind of like with him. It's kind of like um, Mark Hamill. You see him as Luke, uh, Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, nothing else. And it's kind of the same thing with Ryan Seacrest. You don't believe him as the guy that would be. But what do you need run- to believe when he's spinning a wheel? Like, I mean, you know what I but mean? It's, like, I, it's I understand what you're getting at. It's not it's not the same as an actor like Kramer doing Seinfeld and then seeing him in something else. You can't wrap your head around Kramer doing anything other than Seinfeld. Yeah. I understand where you're going, but it's Wheel of Fortune. It's oh, like Wheel <laughs> of Fortune. I just looked it up. So how they film it is every other Thursday and Friday, they record six shows a day. So... And then they probably only do that for a couple of months, and then they take the rest of the year off. See, that's what I thought. That's why like I'm, every two weeks they do Thursday, Friday, and every Thursday and every Friday they record six shows. So they go two weeks in advance. So that's why he can get away with doing yeah. this. Okay. It's unbelievable. He's got to be loaded. Because I know he makes, like, I know he's making really good money doing his radio show, and then he's, then that's a daily thing, and then he's got the American Idol, which I would be willing to bet a large sum of money that he's making. I bet she's pulling in a, a mil or 
two every year on that gig, and he's been doing that for that's twenty years in now. He was the original, the, the original guy, guy yeah. or the you know the 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 host guy for that. Anyway, I'm, look, I'm looking up how much uh, Seacrest is worth. Four hundred and fifty million is what his Good. net worth is. Unbelievable. Cruise news. In the news, uh, Ukraine actually accused local man of directing a Russian missile strike that killed three children. So the yeah, I saw that. so the Ukrainian police actually arrested this guy. Uh, he was helping direct a missile for uh, for Russia. So I think it's kind of like uh, you see in the movies where they tag a target or whatever. So and then they were able to guide the missile to this place. Hmm. It's a very popular pizza place that people from other cities come to visit. So it's a very it's a very well known pizza place. It was in the town of Kramatorsk. I know I'm saying it wrong. It wounded 61 people, killed 10, and uh, killed three children. Oh my God, brutal! It's you know what it's. <sighs> It's easy to sort of just go on and and live your life, and um, but we forget that there's there's that conflict happening right now. You know, We've, I can't believe how long it's been going on. It feels like it's been going on a lot longer. Like it's only been going on for like a, a, a year, year and a half, yeah, like a year and a bit, sixteen yeah. months. Yeah, and it feels like it's been going forever. I couldn't imagine being the people in the Ukraine that have been dealing with this for so long. So that podcast that I do in the afternoon, we actually were just chatting with Dean Blundell at some point, and I'm trying to remember how we ended up getting in contact with him. Um, but shortly after the conflict started, we had a guy that is in Ukraine and and stayed, chose yeah. to stay. He sent his wife and his kid away at the beginning of the conflict, but he stayed just outside of Kiev. Kiev yeah. And his name is Alex de Rebekov. And um, he's sort of morphed his old career into a, a couple of different things that were more war related uh, one he put together a group an organization where they were taking supplies to the people that were in the bomb shelters which were the subway stations in the major markets in ukraine yeah so he was taking them like tea and bread and water and and like, toiletries yeah, and things to cook with and stuff like that so they were trying to collect funds for uh for that for delivery to the to the to, to people that morphed into um, taking uh, supplies and things necessities to a lot of the moms that were single parents as a result of the war right because at the people beginning, are dying like crazy because right? at the beginning the Russians were like bombing hospitals and churches and they're still bombing a lot of different buildings and everything like that and then they're claiming that it was you know that the, they're the military because they're not supposed to do that. But anyway, Alex is a guy that we've sort of kept in touch with, at least on social media, and we've had him on a couple of times in the last six months on that podcast. But he hasn't been active on social media, and I literally had about three or four people that were actually reaching out to me going, hey, have you heard from Alex lately? I haven't, you know, he's been really quiet on, and people are following him on different platforms and everything like that. Yeah. Um, and I reached out to him, and he didn't see anything but got back to everybody today because he went on vacation so he's been 
like unplugged for the last week. But that's kind of that's my connection to the war. Is this, yeah. this Alex? character who we've kind of become friends with so every once in a while when he disappears people panic and they go because he posts every day like he does little days such and such from the war and then he'll do a little video or or you know post a picture or yeah. something and when he when he goes quiet everyone panics which is rightfully so right anyway just a crazy that this is happening like yeah it's, it's 2023 it's but it's so hard to wrap Especially us, right? Like, I'm 50. I've never been in a conflict. We've never been in a conflict zone, yeah. Yeah. Like, we've never been under Very attack. Lucky. Yeah. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Last night, the wife and I hopped on the scooters, and we took a trip over the high-level bridge. And... Um, <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm scared of heights. Oh, I'm with you. I couldn't do that. I couldn't go over the, it was terrifying. I don't know what it is because even the lower bridge, even the lower bridge, it kind of, if you look down, I just look straight at the sidewalk and go, yeah, I can't look over. See, I'm stupid tall. Like I'm six foot stupid. So I'm standing on a scooter. So I'm a, couple of inches above the ground and then you're whipping along at like 25 30k and again like i said there's the fences right there but it's just it's just sidewalk fence it's freaky it i don't know why It, it bothers me so much i've always had a thing with heights and uh, yeah, that's and my one wife thing is like, have, That's one thing that we have in common. The heights like, thing, because yeah. because even when I I'm like watching, even when I'm watching a movie, and in the movie they show the camera looking over the edge down, like way down. Can't do it. My stomach goes all the way up into my throat, like I'm standing. Remember that? Oh, the Stallone movie. Yeah, but some of the ones now, it's even worse. You look, and I'm like, so yeah. um, I got to make a comment to su- about the about the bike lanes which i think they need to be changed we need to change them to scooter lanes have you been out like yesterday was a beautiful day so there's lots of activity on the roads okay okay and people are like out for walks they're out for bike rides there but i am telling you right now there are way more people using the bike lanes with scooters they need to be changed to scooter lanes. I think we got, I don't know, who do we call? Should we give somebody a shout at the city hall? I think it, it's its definitely got to be something that you consider. you got to be careful because remember a couple of summers ago when they first uh, when they first introduced those Lime scooters and then there was the bikers that were vandalizing the Lime scooters, like throwing them in the river, well, I think, like throwing I think them in the, fountains. I think the scooter thing right now, it, like if they're being vandalized, it's just it's just not necessarily one group. It's just there's so many of them that people are like doing things to them. But it's not, hold on, it's not the rentals now. People are buying them. No, I know. So there's a ton of people on, and you can tell because the bird ones are blue, the lime ones are green, and then there's another one too. I can't remember the name of it. I think there's a third one. 
in the city as well. But you can tell the rental ones versus the 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 own. Yeah, and there's a ton of people that own them now. Oh, I know. I'm walking on the sidewalk, <laughs> and you jerks are yelling at me to get off the sidewalk because you're right in a, ripping down on your scooter. So I had to buy one because if you buy just a basic scooter, if you go on Amazon and you type in electric scooter, and they you, your options pop up. I'm telling you right now, 90% of the ones that are available, they're all around a thousand bucks. They're like 500, 700, thousand bucks, $1,200. And they all have like a 220 pound limit, right? And I'm not 220 pounds, okay? I'm a little heavier than that. And so I was concerned about buying one that wouldn't hold my weight. So I had to get one that had, I think mine's like a 320 or something like that. But I saw one when we were shooting the the punter video that we did. Oh, the one the that Commonwealth. they had there at Commonwealth. That Apparently, one. Apparently, uh, the Elks yeah. are all into, like, a bunch of the players are into these scooters. But this also one, probably the staff, because they're going from one end of the stadium to the other several times during game day. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, bet yeah. you it's more for staff. Like when they're, okay, you have to run ice over to here. You have to go grab this from here and take it to this guy. I didn't think of that. But but the uh, the 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 mascot guys that we were hanging out with were yeah. saying that the players are into the scooters. So this one, I'm telling you right now, you could put a 1,000 pounds on that thing. Did you see the tires? They were, oh, li- they yeah. were literally like eight were, inches wide. They were the same width as your Subaru tires. Uh, it's insane what you can get now. Some of these scooters are unbelievable. I'm telling you right now, I think I'm going to send a letter to the to to the mayor to get the bike lanes changed to scooter lanes. It's going to happen. It needs to happen. And now, Nerd News with James P. White, the first. <laughs> We've talked about this one before. So James Gunn was doing another Superman movie, and he said he wasn't using Henry Cavill. So now they... What happened with him? Is he a dick? No, but I think what it is is... Let me let me explain, because James Gunn wanted to use a younger man for Superman. So they he picked a younger guy. But this so isn't they, the first time that... But Henry Cavill has done a lot of stuff. Like, he was in The Witcher, and then they said they okay. weren't going to use him for season three, and then they used yeah. him for season three. So, this isn't the first time that he's been, like, been dropped off of projects. Anyway. But they said they were going younger, and they definitely did. So, the first, the guy that they had named for... Uh, Superman now is David Corin Sweet. I've never or Corin Sweat. I've never heard of him before, but he's just mostly TV. Like he's been in the TV series called The Politician. He doesn't look uh, like Superman to me. No, at all. he does have a, a strong Superman. Or at least the Clark can't look. He reminds me uh, a lot I of. He I'm reminds me a lot page. of the uh, the guy that played uh, Superman in the uh, Smallville series. Uh, okay, he does have that look, like the oh, square. That, I just googled him again. I, th- that's a better picture. Yeah, corn so, sweat. I, I saw a picture of him. He looked like somebody you'd ask for help at like Best Buy. No, but he's he's got the look, in my opinion. Okay. But also a really cool pick is that who they've got for uh, Lois Lane. Her name is Rachel uh, Brosnan. 
I can't pronounce her name, but she's been in a lot of, uh, like, more TV oh, than she movies. She looks like Lois Lane to me. Yeah, and she was in, like, Blacklist. She was in... Because uh, you kind of need to be a little bit snarky to be Lois Lane. Yeah, you got to have... Uh, she was in House of Cards. She oh, was I in know a, her. Okay. Yeah, yes. That's where I know her from. And so this is going to be a, a movie that's coming out and... Uh, Can you try saying her last name again? <laughs> Uh, Brosnan, Bros, Bros, Brosnahan, Brosnahan, Bros, Brosnahan. Make yeah, sure Brosnahan. Let's go with that. All right. Um, so this movie isn't coming out until 2025 in July, but it looks like it's going to be interesting. But again, it's a younger version. All right. So is this an earlier like adaptation of the, or is it the same movie? It's probably going to be like you know from the. His early years. Gets hit, they get like him off, his they early, raise him, and then he. No, yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be something else. Take place between when he left Smallville and became, uh, you know, like you know, during the time of Clark Kent uh, See, with now, the Christopher I'll watch, Reeves. I'll watch this. I always watch the Superman movies. I love because Superman. They like they didn't come out every year, right? Like it yeah. was, it was always something special when they. But did. They put a lot into it. Like even the one that had. Uh, Henry Cavill, the first one, Man of Steel. I didn't Russell Crowe was his dad, and they showed him his like the aliens and Zod and the spaceships. And I didn't mind that one. The James Gunn thing is intriguing too. He's Guardians of the Galaxy, right? He's Guardians of the Galaxy. He's also done the. Uh, so his contribution to it should be interesting, right? Yeah, yeah, but he did like the first Justin Justice League. James Gunn was part I'm of out. that. I'm just saying his contribution because he can have a little bit of fun, and there might be some comedic. Because Superman and the and Lois Lane, that quote, that kind of dynamic, there can be some humor there. Oh, there so, is in yeah. some of the series. Right? You, you got to watch them too. There but. you go. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So if you played in our Lawn Darts tournament, our illegal Lawn Darts tournament in the past, this will be the fifth year coming up in August on the 13th on the Sunday. You may have seen an email or I might have gone into your junk. So just go check your email. We, we usually do like a week before we start signing up. Everybody I give past people a uh, uh, first comes first serve kind of option to sign up yeah i want to say this out loud because this is the number one question we get we don't charge people for this just no, a fun tournament we set up four or five courts we throw some lawn darts we do a bracket we do 32 teams we drink some beers, we do it at a secret location, and then we go back to JT's. It's, we, we it's don't a charge day. anyone, but we no, but we will accept you know a, you know beer as yeah, payment. There you go. Um, so if you would like to play, because it looks like I've heard back from as many people as I'm going to hear back from. Um, it's about half full at this point, so. I'll fill the rest of the 32 teams with anybody listening right now. So if you want to play, just send Jimmy a quick text and he'll grab your email from you and he'll send you the form that we need you to fill out. I'm just looking for your contact info so we can get you some info information. It's brought to you uh, this year by Labatt. We got a very cool beer fridge that we're giving away. Plus, we may be able to supply people with a couple of cold ones before we actually even start the tournament. So, And, and also, just so you're aware, if you have not been part of the tournament before, it's teams of two 
So just seen two people. Yeah. 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 So um and again, it's Sunday, August 13th. The pre-registration, what we've done the last couple of years is we've just gathered at JT's Bar and Grill and they'll do like a breakfast special for us. We register everybody between 9 and 11. The buses show up. We pile into the buses. We start the tournament at noon. It takes about three or four hours to get the whole tournament done. And then we head back and then we'll celebrate our... What anniversary are we celebrating this year? Is it seven? I can't believe that we've been a show for seven years it's seven years holy crap 2016 we started as a show that's unbelievable okay so it's our seventh anniversary we still haven't killed each other yeah well it's been close and there's been there's been there's been moments yeah we've dipped our toe in violence or at least yelling right Anyway, um, so the Locker Room Illegal Lawn Darts Tournament, this is year number five. If you want the um, registration email, just send Jimmy a quick little note and he'll fire it at you. It's a lot of fun. And again, uh, we're not going to go more than 32 teams. What we've done in the past is is if it if we get to 32 teams, which we usually do, I just start putting people on the wait list. And if you got an email... And you were just sort of holding off until get it to me quickly because now we're opening it up to everybody. So um, get your teams in quickly. All right. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. No, there's nothing you can do to get rid of that smell. They've tried. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.